0: Alleluia! 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Herod the Tetrarch heard the reputation of Jesus and said to his servants, This man is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although he wanted to kill him, he feared the people, for they regarded him as a prophet. But at a a birthday celebration for Herod, the daughter of Herodias performed a dance before the guests and delighted Herod so much that he swore to give her whatever she might ask for. Prompted by her mother, she said, give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oath and the guests who were present, he ordered that it be given. And he had John beheaded in the prison The head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who took it to her mother. His disciples came and took away the corpse and buried him, and they went and told Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. I hope you don't mind, once again, it's becoming my little tradition that on the Saturday morning Mass, I preach the homily that I will preach on Sunday morning. And so the Gospel reading wasn't what you just heard. It was from John chapter 6, the Great Bread of Life Discourse. So pretend you just heard that. I'm sorry to say this, but this is going to be a somewhat sexist homily. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to highlight one sex, namely women. And I'm going to lowlight the other sex, that is men. Sorry, gentlemen. Let me use myself as a man to illustrate what one sex sees and the other sex skips. Whenever I meet someone for the first time, I tend to ask questions about what that person does, their job, their hobbies, their vacations, etc. But I have begun to notice that women, by and large, tend to ask questions about a new acquaintance's relationships. They ask about someone's parents, their children, their friends, their neighbors. And this may explain why men remember someone's salary but rarely remember their wedding anniversary. Women care about you, about who you are, and your emotional impact on others. Men mostly care about what you do and your economic impact on others. Women ask, how are you feeling? Men wonder, how are you doing? It is all about asking the right questions. Today we continue reading from John chapter 6, and Jesus is about to begin his beautiful Bread of Life discourse. Jesus has just performed the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. But before he explains the Eucharist, there is a brief break and a discussion about being and doing. That is, we hear a sort of sexist sermon right in the middle of John chapter 6. Notice the question of the crowds. They ask, what can you do? In other words, the crowds were concerned, like I so often am as a man, with Jesus' economic impact. What can Jesus produce? More bread? To improve the Jewish GDP, the gross economic product. But Jesus shifts the discussion onto another plane. Namely, the way women might approach it. And so he answers them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. Did you catch what Christ did right there? He forced them to focus not on what he does, but on who he is. Not on his doing, but on his being. And the root of all being is relationships. And that is why the taproot of all reality is the Holy Trinity, the eternal loving relationships of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus is about to embark on his most expanded explanation on the Eucharist. But first, He wants to make it clear that it touches on who he is much more than what he does. In other words, we must approach the Eucharist with a female focus rather than a male mentality. Maybe that's why more women make it to mass than men normally do. By the way, I am not the first to preach a sexist sermon. Listen to these lines from Pope Saint John Paul II, his letter to women back in 1995. He wrote, Progress usually tends to be measured according to the criteria of science and technology. By the way, that's the way guys measure things, by science and technology. He goes on. Even so, this is not the only measure of progress, nor, in fact, is it the principal one. Much more important is the social and ethical dimension, which deals with human relations and spiritual values. And then he concludes, In this area, which often develops in an inconspicuous way, beginning with the daily relationships between people, especially within the family, society certainly owes much to the genius of women. The Pope said a lot with a little. Basically, he said women catch the core of what it means to be a person quicker than men do. Why? Well, because women focus on families and feelings, while men piddle around with productivity and politics. In the end, it's not the economy, stupid. My friends, how do you tend to think about other people? Or put it another way, What kind of questions do you ask when you first meet someone? May I suggest that you adopt a little bit of the genius of women when you deal with others? That is, ask about their feelings, inquire about their family, learn about their hopes and their dreams, listen to them talk about their fears and their failures. In other words, do not deal with others as an economic unit of productivity, like the Jews wanted to deal with Jesus. What can you do? But rather, see others as an emotional unit, that is, a person with relationships that reveal their true identity. And then I am convinced we will catch the connection between the Eucharist and everyone else. Mother Teresa often said, Unless we believe we see Jesus in the appearance of bread on the altar, we will not be able to see him in the distressing disguise of the poor. That is, I must see my neighbor and my Savior in terms of personhood, not productivity. You know, whenever I go to the optometrist, I have to take an eye test. Do you remember which letter is the first one on the chart? It is the letter E. When we realize the largest letter we see stands for the Eucharist and for everyone, We are finally beginning to learn the genius of women. Praised be Jesus Christ.